Hey, it's Julie Pilot. I started working in radio when I was 14. As I continued my career in music and tech, I stepped away from the mic. But a few years ago, I realized I really missed interviewing people. Not about interviewing famous people, but actually talking to people who I found inspiring and could probably be 1,000 times more known than they are. I launched my podcast, The Idea Fountain, by interviewing someone who changed my life every single month. We went four seasons strong, and now in season five, I've shifted the focus a little bit to champion creators. A creator is someone who brings something into existence. Today, we're talking to someone with one of the most unique careers out there. So, of course, I had a lot of questions. Brandon is an acro dunker, a Guinness Book world record holding acrobatic slam dunker. We met at the park on a play date. When I ran into him a second time, we did an interview on the spot. I-E-E-A-F-O-U-N-E-A-I-N. This is the Idea Fountain, life-changing conversations. Officially the most spontaneous episode of the Idea Fountain ever, but uh, we've been focusing on creators, and a couple weeks ago, something kind of fun and magical happened. I was at the park with the kids, and another family came over and um, had a daughter that was a little bit shy, so asked if the girls wanted to play, and then I started talking to the dad, and I don't know how it came up, but he ended up being a Guinness Book World Record holding acro dunker. Is that is that right? That's that's correct. Uh, yeah, for the record, my name is Brandon Sarver. Uh, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and yeah, I came up doing uh, acro acro dunking. Like, well, actually, it was it was more of entertainment. Uh, it was like a street performer. So I started out tumbling. It was a group called the Airborne Acrobats, and. Uh, I just stayed with it and eventually uh, turned that into my, my own company I'm the CEO of. But uh, I, I branched off and started working with the Pacers where the acro dunking came. We did the end of the third quarter for the Pacers games with the mascot Boomer. And, you know, I really found my passion through that. And through that, turned my business, the Airborne Acrobats, into like a, a youth a youth group, for something for the kids so I can go to schools and all type of youth organizations and, and reach them through that outlet. And, um, yeah, and then from there, you know, it just, you know, you get noticed. Uh, I travel around the world. Uh, I, I dunk with freelance uh, groups, um, Team Big Air, Acro Dunk, USA Dunk, Extreme Team, the other Extreme Team. Um, and I could keep name dropping. Uh, that got me to the Guinness Book of World Records. Got me noticed uh, with the, a collabo with the with the Extreme Team. Shout out to Willie. Um, he he called me up and let me be a part of that. Um, wow. Wait, 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 let's back up though. The first time you told me you were an acro dunker, and this is why I love the story too so much, is sometimes you just have moments in life or you meet people and you leave and it kind of sticks with you and you keep thinking about it. And it was funny right after I left you or right after I met you, um, my partner Julian ended up going to Indianapolis for work for a few days and stuff. So it was just funny. There were all these little serendipities. But when you first told me you were an acro dunker, 
I didn't even really know what that was. But essentially, you showed me videos because you work with the Clippers. Like, you are the superhuman guy that goes from half court, runs, jumps on a trampoline, does three flips under the leg, and then dunks the ball. So you're an acrobat and a dunker. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that's uh, I, my favorite sport was basketball growing up. So um, I've always had that. And then just combining the gymnastics with it, you know, the marriage of the two was just a great combination. When, uh, you know, you got a, a group, you know, families in a big setting gathering to watch an NBA game, you can, you can, you can really bring families together and put a, put a smile on their face through, through acrobatic slam dunking. It's, it's amazing. I love it. I love, there's so many kids that when they're growing up, you know, they look around and think they need to be a doctor or a rapper or things they see. I mean, how as a kid did acro dunking even come on your radar? And how did you get to the point that you were confident enough to build a business around it? I knew I wanted to do this when I was like 14. I knew it. You know, I was I had a, a guy that I grew up with named David Scott. He was uh, like a big brother to me, uh, rest his soul. He was amazing, and he started me out with the patients. He used to take me down to practice with him, and uh, I, I really, you know, just fell in love with it. You know, I, I was great. I I was light. I wasn't heavy enough to hit the trampoline. It's a special trampoline that costs $2,400, and they're specially made for men at least 155 pounds and above. I was 130, couldn't get to the rim. But I was persistent. I was, you know, I was dedicated and in love with it. I was teaching the rest of the team gymnastics and making their game better. And that ultimately got me put on the team before it was even my time. So I just knew that's what I wanted to do. Since 15, 14, 15 years old, I knew it. Stay with it. And here we are. Uh, and my part was especially, you know, because I was like, the plant that kind of brought them into I was the pop the fake popcorn guy and then I get hit with the ball my popcorn explodes so I take their ball and pop the show off so I, I really love the entertainment side of it um you know I, I I've always wanted to do some some stuntman work so you know if there's any stuntman out there that, that's hearing this you know you can come find me uh check me out at uh claws the dog uh, on Instagram you know what's so funny? One of my favorite mentoring, my favorite memories ever from mentoring was I was in South Central and I was part of youth mentoring and we were doing a session with a whole bunch of kids and spontaneously they asked everybody what their dream was, right? And as they were going around, it was hard for me because, you know, you're showing up to volunteer. A lot of times you're not thinking about what your dream is. And um, anyways, one of the kids said, everybody's going to laugh, but being in South Central, I've gotten chased a lot. I've jumped off of houses and over fences. I always thought I would be a good stuntman. And he spoke it into the universe. And a week later, Tony, that ran the mentoring program, met a guy that ran a stuntman school and we got the kid in. Yeah, man. Manifestation. You know, you're always speaking stuff into the universe and making it happen. Uh, I've done that multiple times and I can relate to his story, you know, growing up uh, in the inner city of Indianapolis. You know, uh, I came across a, a bunch of chases myself and can remember, you know, running so fast in a backyard setting that I was literally hurtling gates without touching them. 
and didn't realize it till I got home. I probably hurdled like five or six gates, like it was in a track meet or something. <laughs> I think part of the reason your story stuck with me is because it really just hits home with the idea that you can be anything. Like Astro dunking sounds so crazy, but I love that we met a Guinness Book world record holding ask. Acro Dunker. I said Astro, like astrology. <laughs> Acro Dunker at we the park. We, take, we definitely <laughs> take flight when we do that. And um, I don't know, like, what advice do you have for people that feel like they might be in a rut or aren't sure how to follow their passion? Anything? First of all, I would just say find something you like to do. Find something you love to do. Um, I think that's part of the, the success I've had in being so per- persistent and sticking with what I've been doing since I was 14, 15 because I'm absolutely in love with it. Find something you love to do, stick with it, and, you know, find out how to master it. Ask those people that are masters in it, find out what they know, you know, and just keep expanding, keep keep making connections, uh, you know, and get, get out there and see the world. See the world. Build community. I like that. And put yourself in different circles. Um, All right. Well, thanks so much for the spontaneous Idea Fountain Park interview session. And uh, how can people find you, support you, be down? Oh, man. Uh, Like I said, you can get on the Instagram. Um, It's a couple of them. Uh, Claws the dog. That's C-L-A-W-S-D-A-D-O-G. On Instagram, hit me up. And then, you know. You can you can find all the acrobat links, all the crazy uh, dunk videos, me flipping over cars in my neighborhood, trying to start a, a, a Netflix series, and uh, so much more. <laughs> and uh, shout out to my group, the Airborne Acrobats, back in uh, back in Naptown. Well, welcome to LA officially, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. The extra magical thing about this interview isn't the story of you never know who's standing next to you in the grocery store, the park, or what have you. The most fascinating part of the story may be after the interview, what happened. We were talking about our kids. He found out I had foster kids, and Brandon knows somebody trying to get custody of a child caught up in the system. DCFS told them it could take six to nine months just to do a home check, so... I introduced him to our Foster Family Association Child Help. They're amazing, and I think they'll be able to help out right away. That is what you call divine intervention. Thanks again for listening to The Idea Fountain. If you don't already, please subscribe to our newsletter by signing up at juliepilot.co. That's J-U-L-I-E-P-I-L-A-T.co. We just released The Idea Fountain Holiday Shopping Guide, and if I don't talk to you before... Have a happy Thanksgiving.